0: And now, a message from Cheap Beer Champion, Dustin Sylvia.
1: Ah, 2021. (laughs) Feels good to be on the other side, huh? Man, glad that year's over. 2020, that is. (laughs) Um, As we round out a year of trials and tribulations, I would just like to take a moment to appreciate the good things that 2020 brought us, like a cheap beer fantasy football league championship. For yours truly, COVID is a ladder. I would just like to take this opportunity to thank a few people who made this possible. First and foremost, St. Alvin Kamara, who gave me (laughs) the best birthday slash Christmas gift anyone could ask for. But... (laughs) (laughs) It's not just that uh, performance. It was his consistency throughout the entire year that really helped us shine. Um, Did you know, quick stat, that even if Alvin Kamara scored one point instead of 61 points, I still would have won the championship game? Let that one sink in. (laughs) Um, Also, I'd like to thank Darren Waller Uh, Waller the Baller for proving that good tight ends are indeed valuable. So suck it, Brandon. Thirdly, I'd like to thank King Kyler Murray for just being a solid team captain from start to finish. Uh, Next, (laughs) I'd also like to thank Tim and Kevin for dropping DeAndre Swift and Brandon Cooks, who, in doing so, saved my team from the likes of AJ Green, and uh, and James
0: Conner. So thank you for that, Kevin and Tim. <laughs> oh God, just thank the Academy. <laughs>
2: I'd also like to thank...
1: <clears throat> I'm not done yet, please. <laughs> Everyone in the league that rejected my trades. Because in the end, that would have sunk my season had anyone accepted anything I offered. Also, I'd like to thank COVID for sowing chaos, and I was able to use that chaos as a ladder. Um, Tyler Bass, wow, (laughs) what a kicker, (laughs) really came in the clutch at the end. Uh, AJ Green, I'd even like to thank for sucking so bad so early that it didn't end up being an issue throughout the year. And finally, I'd like to thank my co-podcasters, Rannon and Jeff, for stroking my ego every single week or every other week or just whenever we recorded a podcast. <laughs> Once a month. And now, from Saturday, no, and now, <laughs> and now, live, live from New York. From New York, or wherever we're hosting, the Cheap Beer Basement. It's a castle. It's
2: Brandon.
0: I have an issue, Dustin, with your speech.
2: Um, <laughs> no. You didn't even introduce yourself. How do the I don't know give who a shit? Are? I
0: can't. I need to move on. I need to. I need to do. All right, fine, fine. We'll do the introduction. We'll do the introduction. <laughs>
2: Jeff Kimball. Ooh. All right, and Dustin Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And your host, Brandon (laughs) Chaloner.
0: Jeff, continue your roast that you were starting. Oh, yeah. I remember sitting here in this lovely podcast with the two of you, not too far, uh, not too long ago, and to hear you say (laughs) demeaning and rude (laughs) things about Alvin Kamara, a man you just lauded for consistency. (laughs) I don't want to hear you act like you had his back as he had yours throughout the entire season because you were ready to drop him at the drop of a hat. Well, it's called negative reinforcement and I believe I've mentioned this before.
1: and my my God did it work? I mean he he picked his ass right up when I threatened him with the bench.
2: <laughs> your poor future children all that negative reinforcement. <laughs> You're the worst child I've ever had.
1: And I'll just and I'll just be like, remember in 2020 when your old man won the championship by screaming at chimera. It works. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciated the the speech, Dustin. Anytime you can thank COVID, you have to do it. <laughs> 100%. Not enough people out there thanking COVID.
0: It's brought so much good.
2: <laughs> so much good. But yeah, there you heard it, folks. Our winner. He's on the podcast. The little finger.
0: The littlest finger. He's taking the Iron Throne.
2: You did it.
1: Brandon, do you remember, uh, probably not, or you would block this out, but you actually at one point, like halfway through the draft, said that, I, and I quote, you're definitely going to win it all.
2: <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: We were like talking. We were comparing our teams. It was about that point, like around pick six or seven. You're like, yeah, you're definitely going to win it. And I was like, I'm going to remember that.
2: What, dude. Uh, go. I'm pretty good at, at predicting things, so makes sense, so... Too bad I can't use that for my actual fantasy team. But. I was going to say, how's that working out for gambling and everything? It leads into how I'll re- remember this season because, honestly, I think if Dak had stayed healthy, I would have won. I, like, that's it. I would have won. Maybe. Oh, man. You guys look confused. Am I blagging that bad? Well,
1: Russell Wilson... No, I heard you.
2: No, I just am shocked at your statement.
1: Russell Wilson started just as almost as hot not just as hot but for like the first eight weeks and then we saw what happened to him in the second half so you never know just saying
0: they let Russ cook and the rest is history
2: that's true yeah but (laughs) I knew Russ was gonna fall apart because he did the same shit to me last year where he was awesome and then I didn't want to bench him and then he sucked to end the year like I knew it was gonna happen to Mike too bad Michael Bolton didn't take a note
1: out of your book huh (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. I tried to warn him. Well,
1: Instead, yeah. he benched the MVP
0: of the league the entire year.
2: <laughs> That's insane.
0: <laughs> he really deserved to get last place. I was going to say, I, I know we're going to dive into it later, but I really feel like that Michael Bolton made enough moves throughout the year to deserve last place. Although Roach <laughs> came in hot right at the end with some... Like some classic moves. maneuvers. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, the
2: worst.
0: trading away Calvin Ridley. Just oh my in the last god! Two weeks. <laughs> what the
2: fuck? Ah, uh, it's so good. How will you remember this season, Jeff? <sighs> <sighs> Disappointment, regret, remorse. Back to where you normally are.
0: Back, well, you know what? I want to get rid of that <laughs> rhetoric because uh, I made. I not only did I win the championship, but I made the playoffs three years in a row. So. Dang. The tides are returning the other way, except for this year, where I just <laughs> sucked ass. So you know, maybe they're turning back around. <laughs>
2: eh. You lost Saquon in the like the first was that the first game or was it the second game? It
0: was, it was the second game. Um
2: yeah. the first game didn't he put up like three points too. <laughs> he had he had
0: twelve. Um oh, which okay. I was like, okay, you know, like he'll do he'll do better and then he he didn't. He, <laughs> he did not. Um so <laughs> Uh so yeah I think I think similar similar to you Brandon not that I would have won cuz I probably still would have sucked ass but uh just what could have been the potential the promise of a non-injury filled season would have been a lot of fun and here's hoping for that next year
2: here's hoping for that I also will remember I don't know whatever week that was where I had to make up the rules for covid spots like sunday morning <laughs> as we were trying to determine if the Titans were gonna play at all this week. (laughs) I will not miss that. (laughs) The first couple weeks were really grim. Uh, Oh my god. (laughs) The Titans couldn't get a game in. (laughs) Yeah. Or that Wednesday game where we had to change the day waivers were gonna be.
1: Oh yeah. And it opened up the trade
2: deadline loophole like an extra five days. I forgot about that. Yeah, so it really tested my mettle as a commissioner, and I will not miss that. I really just want to set the rules and forget about them until Nick tries to find a loophole and I have to shut him down. <laughs> Dude, he is, he is our league's Belichick. Like, that is a <laughs> Belichickian it move.
0: Is. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. I just love how he thought, like, he was going to get away with that. Yeah, like, yeah, you could have Saquon for a 7th round pick. <laughs> Dude, I was I
1: I was with uh, Tim and Roach when is the moment that he picked up Saquon and that whole thing started, and then of course like I think Roachy picked up Joe Burrow like in the
2: moment because yeah. he was
1: like, well, and I was like, that's actually a good yeah, choice. that was a good one, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> wow, Roach made a good move, but it's also like, yeah, maybe if we were the NFL or I don't know the government and they had actual rules and you just like found loopholes, that's fine. But I. Run the league. I can just be like, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) So so it doesn't really work like that. Sorry, Nick. But yeah, I'm really excited to get back to a season, hopefully next year, where we can just worry about our teams and not whether or not every team is going to play each week. And I'm going to have to track how players on each person's bench are doing and have an IR slot that can only be used for COVID. Like There's just so much bullshit so
1: you did so good though <laughs> thanks
2: Dustin. i know man
0: like i just want to take a moment good for you man I'm back way to way to retake your mantle as our fearless leader oh my god can you imagine if i had to be the uh, commissioner and i won the league people would be
1: calling <laughs> oh for my head
0: on a true. stick <laughs> we would have booted you out of the league we would have just traded you we would have traded you with wayne to be honest honestly
2: get in wayne Ugh, I don't want to talk about that.
0: (laughs) I do want to talk about the state of the pod.
2: Yeah, let's talk about the state of the pod. Because uh, the first question I have here, guys, like, is it even possible to do a pod in the offseason? What would that look like? Should we? Or should we just shut it all down? (laughs) (laughs) Just shut it down. This isn't a biased
0: opinion because (laughs) of having to take two hours out of my week every week to do this (laughs) give us some time to mourn and grieve and pick up the burnt pieces of a dustin war of attrition and let us let us heal maybe like one or two i think yeah if something happens that calls for us to do
1: an emergency pod you know, maybe even like, Ooh, that's we, fun. you could wait till like after the NFL draft, you know, we yeah. can talk about that, like some rookies, yeah. like Devonte Smith, where does he go? That'll be fun.
2: That would be fun. All right. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Okay. That's what I figured.
1: And then, of course, I do think that we should have a couple before leading up to the draft weekend, because that was. Fun. Oh, definitely. It's yeah. cool to recap yeah. stuff and get ready.
0: Well, we did that this year, right? Didn't we do like, or was it after the draft that we did a couple? No, no we did oh, like no. four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff wasn't on a bunch of those. That's why he doesn't remember. It was all It was all. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. About the data he should have been compiling.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we don't need to do that. That was a lot, but. It did bring us
1: Dick
0: Stockton though, which is nice.
2: Yeah. I think we definitely should do at least a preview or two and. Oh yeah. Maybe one in the summer.
0: Yeah. Plus, I'll miss you guys.
2: Yeah. I uh, love
0: seeing your beautiful faces. And for those of you at home who can't see our beautiful faces, they're looking rather
2: beautiful. They are. All right, so where do we stand? I was just pulling this up to make sure my metrics were correct. Because uh, we were originally going to record this last Wednesday. And Tim, I'm sure you haven't seen this yet, but there was an insurrection. (laughs) So So that's why we did not record last week. It's also going to be really hard to remember what actually happened the championship week because it was like a month ago at this point but here we are don't worry i've got it all written down right here (laughs) oh good so yeah where we are we're actually at 261 downloads all time up 23 from the solo pod a month ago maybe it's not been a month but whatever that's like three a week i don't know who's downloading um We've had 3 downloads in 2021 already and we're only in 12 days and 0 pods. So, damn, I like that, I like that. Final state tally. Our most listened to state is Massachusetts. Second is unknown. I don't Podbean's metrics aren't great, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> third is dc um so dustin beat out all of california where there are three people living so (laughs) i make no excuses good job dustin doing it for the data baby Maine, uh number five so thank you brian roach you may be the shit king but you are a wonderful listener
1: (laughs)
0: that's actually surprising i didn't think you listened to them that much
2: i didn't either but apparently i kind of
0: assume nobody really does
2: (laughs) Uh, We have 260 downloads, Jeffrey, so... It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know what those unique listens are, but... Uh, Some states that I wanted to specifically shout out, because I don't think we have any listeners that were ever there this year. Uh, Texas, Florida, Georgia, and Mississippi.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh, good. So we got got the red vote.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Those idiots really are looking for football content and came to us. So, (laughs) good on you guys. There's no listeners from Wisconsin, so Kevin. Kevin. What the hell? Boo. I don't know how that's possible, but here we are. Um, our most downloaded episode of the year was week four. It's time we talk about Big Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's because of the SEO? <laughs> My favorite episode. <laughs> the title's great, so maybe that's, why. that's I honestly wonder that. Um, <laughs> it has 29 total listens, so that's that's our number one so there we go um there is a new comment to address from one of our favorite uh, <laughs> listeners yes it's my favorite favorite part of the show the comment reads as thus very seductive intro it was both raw and unfiltered exclamation <laughs> mark i assume you were completely nude when recording this this is accurate well tim i'll have you know i was so <laughs> nailed it. It was pretty on point. It was pretty great. Um, it was hard to to keep talking though, and not I don't know lose train of thought or stumble over my words. I think I did a pretty good job. But
1: I mean, honestly, yeah, it was shocking how good you did. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's incredible that you were able to one finish and two just like not screw up that much. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. It's almost like you have a you have a future career in this or something. Ugh, if only I do have a one bone one bone to pick, uh, Brandon. You did call Tyler Bass Trevor Bass. Um. Oh,
2: Jesus, you
1: fucking idiot! <laughs> Got to stand up for my man. Uh, I don't. Even, is he on Buffalo?
2: Is that who? Oh team yeah. Is? Okay.
1: I ended up the playoffs where I had the Buffalo special teams and defense.
2: Oh, did you <laughs> so, really? I didn't even know. Yeah, because they, they were they're lights out. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, all right, so that was that is the state of the pod. That's where we end this year. Um, hopefully, we can break three hundred downloads by the time we record again. Maybe some random people will just download some shit. Um, that would be cool. You never know. Uh, so there are only four, maybe five big bullets to cover tonight. We're gonna go through the championship. We're gonna go through last place. We can yes. talk about the third place game, but I kind of feel like we don't need to. Off season fun. And end with uh, NFL player reactions, depending on how long we were going. Or if Jeff just leaves, you'll hear Dustin and I talk about the playoffs. (laughs) Because you never know. Just a huff, and then my (laughs) sign (laughs) off.
0: Always a wild card. You'll you'll know I'm not paying attention when I start going just like, Jesus, periodically. (laughs) (laughs) Or when you just start hearing a steady stream of piss. Yeah. (laughs) That's not
2: my fault. That's just nature. That just happens. (laughs) Might want to get that checked out. Anyways, the battle for Jamie Lynn's heart. Uh, You heard at some point, maybe at the beginning of this episode, a wonderful soliloquy uh, from our champion on all the people he wanted to thank. But I I did have some notes uh, that I was going to bring up that we can (laughs) possibly discuss. But we might just move along. Um, 189 points scored. Highest of the year. So...
0: Thanks, Alvin Kamara.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, the second bullet point. All hail St. Alvin. Tied the most amount of touchdown, rushing touchdowns ever. Fucking Taysom Hill had to <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> what the hell? Vulture that one Sean to make Payton. it seven. Although I do think like if Kamara did score that instead of Taysom Hill, he wouldn't have got that one with like 30 seconds left in the game or whatever. Because at that point I'd be like they were just forcing it. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably didn't matter in the
2: end. Yeah, so. St. Alvin, good God. I think that was the best score of the year, right? No. Yeah, Tyreek uh, was second.
0: Oh, really? I thought Tyreek Hill was score. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Tyreek was first with 64. Yeah. Mm, that's right. And fun fact, Dan only had 163 points that game. So really carried by Tyreek.
2: Yeah. Damn.
0: Damn.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm laughing at my own pun for this third bullet. Uh, cooking some lamb. Also some good starts there, Justin.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Justin, don't
2: laugh.
1: Don't laugh. <laughs> no, come on, that's good. Tim, leave a comment. Funny. Leave a bah-ha-ha.
2: That was a pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need the bah-ha-ha. Yeah, honestly. I can't believe you started Lam.
1: Really? I mean, yeah. didn't have much of a choice. I think McLaurin was
2: injured and I don't know, something else happened. Yeah, see, this is the problem with doing it a month later. Like, I feel like I was like, oh, that was a good start, and now I don't remember why I thought that. McLaurin didn't play.
0: Yeah, your only other real option was Hollywood Brown.
1: Yeah, I could have played James Conner. He got 17, but he was playing the Colts, who have a really good defense. So I thought CeeDee Lamb was my best bet. and hey, turns out I was right.
2: You were. Not that it mattered. Nope, and Brandon Cooks, I mean, he really turned it on for you. I feel like he should get a... Unsung hero award for your team. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess I indirectly thanked him earlier, but it's (laughs) like I thanked uh, Kevin for dropping him. But yeah, it really (laughs) big thanks to Brandon Cooks. Uh, What a stud.
2: Yeah. He he had one game under 10 points from week five on, and he missed a game. But
1: I guess I should really be thanking Will Fuller for trusting his doctor who told him that the uh, PEDs he was taking were not, in fact, PEDs.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, my God. So thank you. Thank you, Will Fuller's doctor. <laughs> to be fair, too, you, I, you have to assume that Fuller was going to get hurt at some point. Anyways, I did. You knew he was missing time. Yeah. yeah. Not with those drugs. He wasn't getting hurt.
0: <laughs> those hamstrings are tough as nails.
2: Uh, that's true.
0: What a you for doctors, huh? What are you With <laughs> uh, Tyron's <laughs> doctor, too? Just right through the lung. The stabbing. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: is, that, is that the funniest moment from the year? Tyra getting stabbed in the lung. By I don't know God. how
2: funny he thinks that is. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that funnier? Or is that funnier than the Steelers losing to the Browns? Oh, my God. Um, with, like, half a team and no coach. Yeah. <laughs> or on a similar note, Juju getting lit up after dancing on I think it was the Bengals logo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then fumbling it. <laughs> fumbling the ball. Oh, my
2: God. I was gonna vote for Adam GaSe lasting the whole year. Thought that was pretty funny. It's impressive, dude. <laughs> yep. that's
0: a that's a long that's a long joke though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it really paid Doug off. Doug Peterson getting fired too. Oh Very God. nice.
2: Ah, craziness. Um,
0: yeah, Jeff. Any uh, any other thoughts about Dustin's win? I want to talk less about Dustin's win and more about Jose's loss. Yeah. Mm. Look. Having been in a similar boat where I've beaten Jose in the championship in the year in which I won the championship, <laughs> uh, I really feel for the guy because he's consistently one of the best performers in this league. And he, he he's going to get like the honorary Oscar at some point, like Sandra Bullock for the blind side. <laughs> like, you know, just 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 like give him. I know I hate it. I hate it. Just but at some point, just give him a championship. The man deserves it. Like you have 128 was his lowest score, like since week 10. Like we have dudes who are like
2: routinely putting up 80 and 90, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am one of those dudes, so I
2: know. <laughs> I know, but so my, my question here was do you feel bad for Jose because I yes. I started to feel bad but then I realized that he's getting $300 every year. Yeah. So like he's turned this into a, an annual salary. I don't feel bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But money only takes you so far. The thrill of victory That's fair. is what really matters. That's true. I haven't been able to put my penis in that
1: trophy yet, so I'm super oh excited for Kevin to send it to me. By the way, Kevin, my address is
0: uh, apartment. Forgetting.
1: So get that thing <laughs> over here. Thanks.
2: I will be mailing you bags of poop. <laughs> and uh, Kevin, when you do that, please let me know how much it was because Brian Roach needs to pay that shipping cost. So I love that. Ugh.
1: Oh, wait, yeah. Is Brian also paying
2: for
0: the engraving? Yep. Yeah,
2: he pays for everything. How much
0: money do you think Brian Roach has lost in this league? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be over a thousand dollars at this point, right? It has to be... uh, oh, I would have loved if he had to ship the trophy to Germany. That would have been oh great. Oh my
2: god. But yeah, whoever loses gets last that season is just gonna be furious. <laughs> and the season after when you have to ship it back from Germany to here. <laughs> Dan's really fucking people over, Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see the uh, the overall records after this year. Because to start the year, there were that one, two, three, four, six people within a game and a half of each other overall. So I wonder who will take the lead.
0: We had a ton of eight and fives this year, right? Yeah, we had a bunch of eight and fives and five and eights.
2: I think Dustin actually will take the lead because he's a half game behind Nick.
0: But Nick and I have the same record. Oh, they're both 94.
2: Oh, court. shit. So Nick might stay best overall. I take it back. Yeah, That's right. I forgot he was good at the beginning of the season and then fell apart. Uh, just like the Steelers. <laughs> he was. He was the Steelers of this league. <laughs> um, but yeah, 128 points for the Bladders like Jeff mentioned. That's just, just brutal. I mean, honestly, I kind of wonder if the players saw what Kamara did on Thursday and were just like, eh. Let's go get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's go get shit-faced.
2: <laughs> yeah. like, there's no point. We're not coming back from that. Drink through the loss. Only Lamar and Montgomery uh, broke 20 points for the bladders. Which David Montgomery, my God.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> He's a stud. He's a stud, guys.
1: <laughs> we, we owe him a formal apology, I think. Um, I'm sorry, David. You're, you're great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's really good.
1: I I don't know. Like he doesn't look good when no. I, I watch him, but he, he the volume that man gets on that offense is just remarkable. Oh, Jeff's so sick of Montgomery that he just took his headphones off <laughs> and
0: walked hates him that much.
2: He might need to do work.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I, I had to open the door to let my cat in, I missed what you were saying. Oh, we're talking about David Montgomery? Yeah, what the fuck? Dude, look at his look at his stats after the bye. 26, 27, 28, 31, 21, 29. Fucking stud. Yeah. I guess we have to start talking shit about
1: players more often. It's clearly, (laughs) I'm telling you, this negative reinforcement thing, it works.
2: It's a killer.
0: (laughs) I still feel bad for your future children.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he finished uh, number four running back in the league. Who would have thought that?
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe uh, Jose keeps him around. Um, all right, we answered. Ooh. Dustin, did you? You said you didn't feel bad for Jose, right? No, I think
1: he's been he's been profiting off this league for years, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, and also, I'll just echo that. You know, Kamara, Even if he didn't play, I would have. I think I would have lost by like less than a decimal point. So it's not like it mattered that much in the long run. I think he did his, he, he was working with what he had, and it just wasn't enough.
2: Wasn't enough. I know, and you squeaked out that win against Joel. That was a great sentence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
2: That was an excellent At least one
0: entertaining playoff game. I
2: know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, because uh, I found our next matchup for last place to be very entertaining. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. (laughs) Um, With so much at stake. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if it's more at stake than Jamie Lynn. Because at least, regardless, you're going to make some money. Obviously, you want to win over that final rose, get her heart, but at least you won't get last. (laughs) I know this is an auditory medium, but uh, please go online right now and search the he's back gif uh, from Harry Potter, because that's how I feel with uh, Brian Roach. He's back. Back to where he belongs. He's last place. Mike, you showed up, guys. Best week since week 3
0: <laughs> And you know why? It's cuz he finally started Aaron Rodgers. I know. Oh my god. Yeah, it's wild. If he if he kept his lineup, he would have lost that one change saved his ass. And
1: he did not start Hunter Renfro. So, well done, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is the most confusing repeat flex. Choice I've ever seen. In, oh my god! League.
2: Every time
1: we should get try to get a stat of how many times he started Hunter Renfro and how many times he <laughs> scored over eight points.
2: <laughs> Let's see if he ever scored over eight points because I kind of wonder. Hunter Renfro scored double digits four times this year: uh, week <laughs> three and week four, and then week twelve, and oh, and week eight. That was
0: it. He had a uh, one point four points on a uh, week fifteen, <laughs> nope. which is the which is where you well, that that's what you want in your lineup. You want that <laughs> solid contribution.
2: <laughs> that's what you're looking um, for in a good flex. a Good flex. <laughs> run Fro. Oh my god! I know Mike had texted me afterwards, being like, "This is why I didn't trade Aaron Rodgers." And at first, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." It was good to have that option. Then I was like, no, but if you had had a flex all year, you probably wouldn't have been in this position. So yeah, yeah, it's a terrible decision. That's what you get for starting Eric Ebron all year, who was actually pretty decent, um, but still by flex numbers terrible because he's a tight end.
1: And also, it's I feel like Mike, if he was like super smart, he would have traded Russell Wilson, like when he the first time he started to show signs of not being the same, because then he could have traded Russell High and kept mm-hmm. Rodgers, who was just lighting it up. That would have been... I mean, that team could have been
0: completely different. Yeah. Still in the losers' bracket, but... Yeah, definitely. Not fighting for last.
2: <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson had one week over 20... Oh, no, two weeks over 20 points after Week 9. So the final Ugh. eight weeks of the season, he went over 20 twice. So. That's good, right? That's good? <laughs> That's Derek Carr level. <laughs> Aw. Uh, uh, um. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers saved Michael. He'll forever remember that. Juju also uh, the the face of sleeper um, from all those advertisements you saw and TikTok and TikTok. Can't forget TikTok. <laughs> uh, had his best week since week one for Michael Bolton. So poor Brian. Not only was it the first week Mike listened to us and benched Russell Wilson, it was also his best week since week three. And Juju put up his best week since week one. Like, Jesus. That's a lot of firsts <laughs> in the uh, the final get matchup of the season.
0: The gods clearly were pointing in one direction, and it was against Roach.
2: <laughs> like it always is.
0: As is tradition. As, but as. you're right, man. That that game was a ton of fun. Like, honestly, I stopped caring about the championship after Thursday. Same. It was like, <laughs> it's going to take a fucking miracle for this to change. <laughs> But, like, Mike and Roach kept it close. It was exciting.
2: Yeah. What was the final match game? Was it Aaron Rodgers? It was Rodgers.
0: It was, um, wasn't it? Is that,
1: I remember you saying, like, okay, Mike needs Rodgers to get more than 24 points to win, and you got 25.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's Roach with his uh, <laughs> knocks on wood message into the sleeper chat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Uh, poor poor guy. I mean, can we kind of dive into this a little bit more? Cause like, it takes a special level. Like like it's hard work to lose four times <laughs> in anything, right? Yeah. Like it's not like you can just like even if you literally set a lineup and don't pay attention <laughs> to it for the entire time, which is what Michael Bolton did. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. There has to be like some kind of anti-award, like outside of a punishment, like something to commemorate this purely professional and masterful level of suckitude. I, I have an I have a suggestion or an idea. What if
1: yes. you know, Brandon, I think you're talking about this before the season started, like some kind of losers trophy, like a troll or something. What if we like have something made of Brian Roach? And it's like, you know, shit king. And it's like a trophy of Rochi's body or face or something. And then the <laughs> oh, loser gets God. that. It's awful. That's
2: so
0: mean. That's so mean. <laughs> but it'd be even funnier when Roach gets last and he just has to have a statue of himself. Or <laughs> it's like, why do you have a statue of yourself in your
2: apartment? Unless it's like that statue of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, that they did so terribly. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, Yeah. I'm imagining. <laughs> Like, what is
1: that? A bust of Roach's head sounds like a phenomenal loser's trophy.
2: I wonder if I could... I'm sure there's, like, a, something... I'll look into it.
1: <laughs> or just, like, even just, like, a picture. Like, a framed picture of Rochi you have to hang up in your apartment. <laughs> it just says, I lost fantasy football.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. The only time that wouldn't be at his place, though, was when it's at
2: Brandon's.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> careful. Jose also got last.
2: Don't forget it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Don't forget that.
0: Was it was it before Roach's three in a row streak?
2: It was the no. It was right after. He started off losing three in a row, and then, then Jose lost, then Dan lost, then I lost, then he lost again.
0: And now we're back. <laughs> now he's back. He's back. <laughs> he's
2: back. <laughs> 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 the shit king has returned. <laughs> uh, and he's in the worst division for the next two years. Like, how is he ever going to get out of the losers bracket?
0: oh my God sorry don't make trades like the Calvin Ridley one
2: it' oh <laughs> be a good start oh.
1: yeah don't trade your best player with a few weeks left in the season
2: like I, oh. you know how I mentioned there are six teams or six people within a game and a game and a half of each other four of those are in the same division <laughs> is it uh, Pillow Pillowtown or blanketsburg <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then the one that's not up there is Kevin, so the two-time winner. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brian Roach.
0: Now we have two two two-time winners? God damn it.
2: Yeah, technically that is correct.
1: You know what sucks? Kevin told me that he never inscribed his uh, team name on it, on the trophy. So I have to go in and inscribe
0: his team name, which is the Goaty Mc- McGoat Faces for last <laughs> year, too, when I do it. Still better than having to do Shaw's Melanin. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Thank God. Oh. I, like, I want to post a picture of the trophy like somewhere on social media, but I'm scared that people are going to call out the Melanin thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you just have to put it in the front because then it just says uh, the cheapest of beer. I mean, it doesn't have the name. Yeah, it's on the side you- panel.
1: Oh uh, plus that shows
0: off the crack on the top more <laughs> elegantly.
1: Oh. See, you guys you guys know I don't. We'll
2: see. I'm excited to find out. All these little intricacies of the trophy. It might be hard to find a uh engraving uh studio. There's only one that I know of in Boston and it's in Newton. So I used to drive there every time, but
1: I'm I'm sure I can find a place like that's not that weird of a thing.
2: Yeah. It is weird when you have to ask them to inscribe the things that we ask them to inscribe.
0: <laughs> could you, could you, no, it's a uh, heinous anus colon Tokyo
2: skin mark. <laughs> yeah, that one was, uh, <laughs> the guy was like, hmm. I was like, make sure you get heinous spelled correctly, please. <laughs>
1: that's like uh, Mr. Peanut Butter ordering signs for the parties. Yeah. Where oh, like, yeah. And make sure you spell it right. <laughs> it actually <laughs> says that below. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm sure the uh, trophy store person is going to be like, COVID is a ladder. Great. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> At least that's topical. At least it has some. <laughs> Unless they like lost someone from COVID, God forbid. <laughs> like oh god, all, I lost Orpheus.
0: all my
1: ladders to COVID.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh my god, Dustin! I will say before we move on, uh, one other tip you're gonna want to learn about the trophy. Um, you're gonna want to go in flaccid and then get hard <laughs> once you're already in there. Uh, that's gonna make the whole exit a lot easier. Okay, okay. Um, just 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 a tip for yeah. Oh, and also a uh, cool whip. Instead of any kind of Vaseline, is oh. going to be a lot better. So not warm. You like it cool. Extra cool. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Extra, extra
1: cool. All right. Nice wet-ass trophy.
2: Uh, I don't know how to transition.
1: <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> the, the podcast is done. Hey, you know what else is wet? Um... <laughs> Off season fun. Off season oh, Hold on. I don't feel like we. Uh... Squish, slash I was taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
2: Oh. I don't feel like we, we talked about the trade enough. Oh no. Why? <laughs> I feel like we really need to, to hone in on the fact that that trade was god awful and it, without a doubt the reason that Brian Roach lost. <laughs> Hello, listeners.
1: Uh, At this point in the podcast, Jeff's phone decided to stop recording, um, and he did start recording again. However, he did not realize that his phone had magically connected to his Bluetooth headphones, which were in a drawer, um, and thus did not pick up any of his audio. So I just went ahead and cobbled together um, the parts of the episode that I could using just me and Brandon's audio, Um, So I apologize in advance for it being far less entertaining than if we could actually hear Jeff. Um, But what can you do? This season was, you know, a bit of a learning experience, and hopefully next year will be problem-free. So sorry in advance, and enjoy the rest of the ep!
2: So Brian Roach had Calvin Ridley and TJ Hawkinson and uh, Hayden Hurst, who he ended up benching, but traded both of them for Antonio Brown and Mark Andrews. Uh, And so I looked it up. If he had played Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst, he would have got a total of 33 points. Instead, he played Antonio Brown and Mark Andrews and got 27 and lost by four. (laughs) So if Brian Roach had stuck with his Atlanta Falcons, which he was all about on draft weekend. He would have been fine. He would have had Koo too. Koo, like the second best kicker in the league who he dropped.
1: <laughs> it's just, it's a voice from above telling Rochi to just stop trying.
2: Well, like I, I feel like I need him to come on in the offseason and explain his reasoning. Cause it was not clear to me and, and maybe there just isn't any, and it's just something that happened. And, but like, it was terrible. It was a terrible trade one thing i was gonna ask you guys so jeff you are our punishment czar but i was thinking about this it's not like a great punishment but it's one i was thinking about you know how uh, i hate tyler lockett you guys understand that right i've mentioned it a couple times um oh that wasn't
1: clear to me but yeah okay that makes sense <laughs> um just kidding. <laughs> you know
2: how Sean, Sean hates uh, Matt Ryan for all of his mediocre, mediocre fantasy? And we all have that like one player who we absolutely hate for that one year in fantasy where they really cost us. What if we made last place have to buy a t-shirt jersey, kind of like what you have of Kyler Murray, Dustin, mm-hmm. of a player that cost them the season that yes. they just yes, have to yes. own?
1: That's great. And it's like affordable because those shirts cost like 30 bucks. Yeah. It's really, really easy.
2: No, I mean, I think it's. It, we can put it to a vote too, but I, I was thinking, I thought originally Calvin Ridley too, Jeff, just because he traded him away. And I thought that would be hilarious as a memento for the terrible trade. Um, you could also get an Antonio Brown uh, Buccaneers shirt um, because. <laughs>
1: Just because that's dumb, a dumb thing to have. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I also like Kenyon Drake, who was just very, very mediocre.
1: I actually, I love the Antonio Brown idea because Rochi, I know specifically hates what he calls pink hats. <laughs> and that's like the most pink hat shirt you can get.
2: <laughs> Maybe I'll put it as a poll for people to choose after this comes out. But uh, okay. I think I like that as a pun. Like you have to wear the, the shirt of a player that. And you have to wear it at the draft next year. Like if you don't come.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then after after the draft you can burn it if you want. I feel like that would be fair.
1: Oh, I feel like you have to wear it all like year. You have to
2: keep it. Yeah. Or at least fair.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and send send us a picture. You have to send us a picture if it did, or it didn't happen. Oh, that, oh, I do like that. Okay. Yeah. I take my. Yeah. I like that better.
2: So yeah, um I'll I'll put up What do we think? Calvin Ridley, Kenyon Drake, Antonio Brown. Is there a fourth one?
1: You could do Will Fuller because of the whole getting suspended. (laughs) That mattered most.
2: (laughs) I do like that because he traded away all his receivers and then he got suspended.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Yeah. Throw that one in there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. So uh, that's going to be the new punishment. So not only does Brian Roach have to uh, pay for shipping to get Dustin the trophy, uh, he also needs to buy a shirt of whoever we choose that he has to then wear um all right so that's our plan for for punishment uh joel got third uh do we want to talk about it uh, <laughs> it's third place good job joel
1: yeah he beat he beat nick's team which
2: was decimated by injuries great yeah great job uh i also got that prediction right i said joel would win by over 20 points so great job by me <laughs> And he, he won
1: his game starting Mitch Trubisky. I was, say or that. <laughs> as did you guys see this as Nickelodeon's fourteen-year-old sideline reporter called him Mick Trubisky,
2: <laughs> the Nickelodeon valuable player. Yeah,
1: which was voted bo- voted on by all of the trolls like yeah. us watching Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh my
2: god, so good,
1: dude! That girl. The girl, like, didn't say anything until, like, a team punted, and she was like, whoa, that's so high. It's like, <laughs> when the most excited she got was for a punt, you know that girl does not know anything about football.
2: <sighs> oh. um, yeah, good job, Joel. You got third. Nick got fourth. I, I mean, we knew Nick was going to get fourth. Just, like, decimated. Just decimated by injuries all year. Finally broke down. Uh, anyways... Second-to-last bullet point off-season fun. Um, woo Girls just wanna have fun.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keeper rules, because some of you either are unwilling to learn them or are trying to poke <laughs> holes in them, which I do not appreciate.
1: Yeah. You're going to need to like rewrite an official something like a plaque or something we <laughs> can always reference. I still have questions about it.
2: So first and foremost, any player drafted is a round before where they were drafted. If you keep them, if Dustin keeps Kyler Murray, who he drafted in the fourth round, no, fifth. Fifth round, he would be his fourth round selection the next year. However, if you drafted someone from the 10th round or later that you would like to keep, he will be your eighth round pick. Any free agent who was not drafted, this does not include players who were drafted and then dropped, just anyone who is undrafted will count as your eighth round pick because it is halfway through the draft.
1: Mm.
2: No one can pick their first round selection. Those are all back on the table. But you can pick your second round and lose your first round pick next year. And That's really it. Um, The the only other thing is uh, you can only keep a player for three years in a row. Um, So this year, next year, and the year after. If you want to keep Kyler for all those years, you can. But after that, they have to go back into the draft pool.
1: Yeah, it makes sense to me. That's it. Here, 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 here.
2: That is the keeper rules. I also wanted to ask you guys, because I think we talked a little bit th- about this on one episode. Do you guys want people to choose their keepers? And maybe we think about this over the summer, before or after Smash has concluded. The pros for doing it after is you know what draft position you have and can make a better selection of who you want to keep the cons are that it really only gives people a couple of hours uh, to make that selection i would need them in draft day morning so i can set the draft board and so there's less of a like if someone forgets or or i can't get in contact that could be a problem whereas if doing it before you have less knowledge but i'm then able to make sure everyone has theirs set up correctly.
1: Yeah, true. I think the the big question for me is, like, do we want a league where there's a bit of risk involved with declaring a keeper, in which case you would do it before you mm-hmm. know your draft number, or do we want to be kind of sure with our picks and have no regrets going forward? So I don't know what the majority of people want. I feel like there's a couple chaos lovers out there that maybe would want to do it before.
2: <laughs> it's true.
1: Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
2: Michael Bolton. <laughs> I kind of agree with Jeff. I like after, just because I feel like keepers should be an opportunity for you to uh, keep a good thing going and getting screwed over because you got like pick one, but you were going to keep your second rounder and you're like, ah, shit, no, that's my, the first overall pick. Yeah. And it affects
1: like, no matter what round you're thinking of keeping someone, like if you're at one end or the other of that row, it changes entirely the value. So yeah, I think it's super important.
2: I kind of feel like that. And then if you don't get it in in time. Sucks to suck, yeah.
1: What do we usually do? We do, like, Thursday night smash Saturday draft or something. So you, if we do it in a way that we give them more than 24 hours to come in, you know, like, it's not a, it's not a huge, like, it's a pretty big window if we give them a, a day, a full day. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think it depends. Like, I, we did Thursday this year, but more often I feel like we do Friday and it leads into the Saturday draft. Just with more people, and this year there weren't as many people so in one location, so did it earlier but I think like if we did Saturday morning at 10 you have to have it in that should be good enough west coasters yeah all right cool that's probably what I'll do um, I won't I won't even put it up for a vote a vote that's it did you guys want to guess people's yes. keepers
1: yeah 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 let's play guess the keepers
2: let me pull up the draft board do we want to go and order uh
1: yeah let's go you want to go left to right starting with Sean Okay. I mean, I'll just say, I mean, I feel like it's between Taylor and Metcalf. Based on how Taylor's been playing in the last few weeks, though, he's going to be the bell cow in Indianapolis. Like, is he, is, if Sean, I think it depends where his draft number is. This is where I think it's important. Because Jonathan Taylor, I think, as an end of the second round is a great value. But beginning, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think Metcalf or Taylor, but I think that's honestly kind of a toss-up.
2: Yeah, so... For everyone at home, uh, Taylor is drafted in the third round. He'd be Sean's second-round pick. Metcalf was drafted in the fourth round. He'd be his third-round pick. Um, but to your point, Buston, I think it really depends on where he lands. Because uh, if he is the beginning of the second round, like I might then want to keep Metcalf as like the end of the third. Because um, that would be pretty good value. That's where Calvin Ridley and Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, OEJ, Jesus, went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's crazy.
1: This kind of changes it. Like being at the end of a round is huge this year. <laughs> it's yeah. It's crazy.
2: So, yeah, I, I could see it where, yeah, depending on where he is.
1: Joel's definitely going to be trying to trade for like the beginning or the end of a round.
2: Moving on to Jeff. Hit us, Jeff. So it's got to be Gibson, right? Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so, a- Acres. It would be a fifth round pick, which I think, if he keeps up being the workhorse he's been, I think that's a great value. So,
2: all right, so Jose eighth round pick Justin Jefferson, or you could get sixth round David Montgomery.
1: Oh, okay. Keenan Allen in the fourth isn't is bad either. No. Wow.
2: I, yeah, I feel like Allen in the fourth is like what he would do, whereas Montgomery in the sixth or Jefferson in the eighth is worse than where they would go normally
1: yeah it, it i feel like more than any other year we everyone should probably do at least one mock draft just to like see where players are going like i feel like that's gonna be pretty important
2: mike is pouting right now after you said yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> same with tim he's like what's that
1: i'm gonna be monitoring the offseason we'll see how things look come august but I've been leaning very heavily, especially after the last few weeks, towards Darren Waller, which I would keep for a sixth round pick, which I think is pretty good value for the starting like the number one receiver on the pass heavy Raiders. (laughs) And he's just so fun to watch. That might be the jersey I get next year. We'll see. It's a lot's gonna depend on how the Cardinals offense is looking, how the Raiders offense is looking. If they like get a stud receiver who's gonna eat into his catches, maybe
2: Mm -hmm.
1: his value goes down a little. We'll
2: see, but I, I think I'm leaning Waller. Um. All right. Nick Herbert, maybe, as an eighth rounder? Yeah, what quarterbacks went in the eighth round? Ryan and Rodgers. I mean, that's...
1: He could also protect Brady at, at the eighth round, too, because he dropped yeah, him on the
2: ninth. It's true. And he could also t- protect Boyd as a sixth-round pick, but that kind of... No, yeah.
1: no. Yeah, I think it's going to be probably Herbert, if I had to bet. But...
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. It's pretty good. Um, All right, Herbert in the eighth. Kevin, he's got a a lot of, I was going to say, Robbie Anderson in the eighth could be good for him.
1: Robbie Anderson was good, but he wasn't, like, lights out. I don't know if he's worth keeping. Oh, he's, you know who else? He's got Claypool, too.
2: Yeah, Claypool in the eighth.
1: Honestly, I don't love his choices.
2: (laughs) It's a lot of receivers. It's a lot of receivers.
1: Yeah. Deshaun Watson you could keep and for the fifth round pick. That's not terrible, but that offense is just a mess. I, he's, he's an angry boy. Demanding
2: to be traded though. That yeah. could be interesting. If that's he interesting. To a team.
1: If he goes to a good offense, yeah.
2: Maybe Le'Veon in the second.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean I think that's it's gotta be a receiver. Probably Claypool or probably Claypool, right?
1: I don't know. You could also just go go in blind. I don't yeah. Know. I wouldn't be like thrilled about any of these options. I think I really think Watson might be his best bet if he goes to a good team. That'd be really fun.
2: Yeah, that's true. All right, Tim.
1: That is so easy. Step on Diggs and that's the fifth. Oh my god. No brainer. So good. I think he would go at like the end of the first. Like I think he would be like a Tyreek Hill was this Yeah. Year.
2: He could. He definitely could. Not girly. <laughs> girly in the second. <laughs> oh my god. What was he thinking? Oh my god. Uh, Michael Bolton. Probably nothing, right? He's just going to start fresh. <laughs> I just meant because he hates the idea of keepers.
1: <laughs> Aaron Rodgers? Is he still playing?
2: Fant, Fant in the eighth, either. I don't know. Yeah, none of these are great.
1: <laughs> We're all just like... <laughs> <laughs> he probably should
2: start blind, actually. I take it back.
1: <laughs> Try again next year. Well, Joel's team is completely different. Yeah,
2: Joel is going to be hard to figure out where everyone is. He can do Deonte. He can do my boy in the eighth.
1: Um, he could do Dobbins again. Uh, yeah. Whatever. So, what round would that be? Where did Dobbins get drafted?
2: So he was the sixth. It would be a fifth round pickback.
1: That's not bad. And and he has Gibson too.
2: Oh yeah, he has Gibson, which could go in the sixth. Oh,
1: that's that's pretty enticing.
2: Yeah, Joel loves running backs, so I feel like he'll pick one of Jeff, those.
1: Jeff, maybe maybe Joel would be open to trading keepers with you, since he <laughs> likes to trade so much.
2: I don't think you can do offseason trades.
1: Where there's a will, there's a way, Brandon.
2: Yeah, right, that's true. I can make anything happen. Daniel Stearns. Gronk in the fourth?
1: <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, Miles Gaskin in the eighth. It's not bad. Jameson Crowder, perhaps?
2: You could also do Josh Allen in the sixth.
1: Oh, right. Duh. That's got to be it, right? Josh Allen's going to be like...
2: Yeah. Top four quarterback, right? Yeah. Ryan Roach. Should he? I, should we do another punishment for last place? Be You can't keep anyone from a losing team. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the last thing they have.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of think he's going to try and keep Antonio Brown in the eighth. I kind of feel like that's why he traded for him.
1: Oh, let's not forget about Rex Specs Blankenship, he was touting earlier.
2: Um, and then Jaguar James, not even a question.
1: And what round? That'd be an eighth rounder, right?
2: Yeah, eighth rounder.
1: Now that's value. Now that's
2: value. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you go, everyone. Made all your decisions for you. You don't even need to think about it. Just do what we said. You'll be good. Top five draft order for next year. Did you guys want to do that? Before we get out of here?
1: I think the names are McCaffrey, Camara,
2: Cook, and Henry, right? Those
1: are four. Yeah. And then I think you could argue for number five. What do you guys think?
2: Who would you take fifth?
1: Yeah, who do you take in the fifth pick?
2: I might take Jonathan Taylor. What? Yeah. I feel like he's going to get a shitload of buzz at the end of like, this year. And
1: I guess maybe Sean should be protecting Taylor. Huh? then. Yeah.
2: I just feel like running backs always, like, you want to get a good running back. Maybe Chubb. Chubb number five. Chubb. Maybe, yeah, maybe Aaron Jones. Or
1: maybe David Montgomery.
2: <laughs> you you might be right. I might have to take Devontae five. That's just safe. I feel like the rest, of, I'm sure someone is going to get a ton of buzz and move into the five. <laughs> Miles Sanders. Yeah. Or Kenyon Drake. Um, but, anyways, that'll do it for the 2020 season of Cheap Beer. Um Ooh. I think the ladders might be retired, right? That yes. If I won, I
1: think that was gonna be the end of end of the run of Ladder Dynasty. So
2: Yeah. You don't wanna be like Michael Bo- Bolton still tapping the Wario magic <laughs> years later.
1: Yeah, no. It it doesn't it's not a good look when you get almost last place still carrying that name.
2: That's a brand.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lifestyle.
2: <laughs> uh <laughs> Anus is a lifestyle. Staniel Durns is a brand. Got it.
1: No, but I do want to say it's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure, uh, listening to your voices over and over again for hours every couple of weeks and making it sound semi-comprehensible. you know, comprehensible. Um, Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to continuing in the off season. hopefully, when something crazy happens. You know, someone gets traded, Deshaun Watson perhaps, to the Patriots. I don't know, just saying. Maybe something like that.
2: Speak it into existence. Uh, Yeah, so uh, I'll have to think of a new sign-off because the ladders are done. Shut that ladder, throw it out the window, it's gone. Ladder season's done.